listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his apostles, Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Whoever receives you receives me, and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. Whoever receives a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever receives a righteous man because he is a righteous man will receive a righteous man's reward. And whoever gives only a cup of cold water to one of these little ones to drink because the little one is a disciple, Amen, I say to you, he will surely not lose his reward. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus. Good afternoon and welcome. Bienvenidos a todos. I greet you with the greeting of St. Francis. May the Lord give you peace. Amen. I have some really wonderful themes in the readings today. That first reading and what Jesus says in the gospel kind of match each other. It's kind of a theme of hospitality and serving others. It's kind of beautiful. And uh, Jesus makes this comment, even if you give only a cup of cold water, you will receive a reward. So let's break open the bread of God's word a little bit. The words of Jesus to us today are actually a little bit shocking. I'm not sure if you felt the shock of what he's saying. It's one of those gospels where you're like, wait a minute, what are you saying? Jesus says, whoever, if you love your mother and father more than we love him, I was like, wait a minute, isn't that one of the Ten Commandments? The fourth commandment, love and honor your mother and your father. What Jesus, what are you telling us? Or if he says, unless you love me more than you love your own children. I was like, well, hold on, time out. Like, <laughs> For those of you who have children, like I think God wants you to love your children, right? So what is Jesus getting at here? And so I think particularly in the context of Jesus's context, we need to understand that the things that Jesus are saying here are really things that only God can say. Only God could say something like that to us. So this is one of those moments where Jesus isn't necessarily stepping forward and saying, hey, by the way, I'm God. But if you understand the Jewish context, you understand that he is making divine claims. These things are the things that God said to the people in the Old Testament. It reminds me of the first commandment. The first commandment is put God first above everything. And again, only God could make that sort of demand upon us. If anyone else tries to make that demand upon you, walk the other direction, okay? So there's something of Jesus's divinity shining through in this claim. In this, this uh, the thing that he's saying isn't that 
We're not supposed to love our parents, although when you're a teenager, you'd love to hear that sometimes. <laughs> you're not supposed to love your children. That's not what he's saying. And, and so I think a good way to understand what the Lord is saying here is actually something incredibly profound. What he's telling us is, if you put God first, meaning in your list of priorities, and we all have a list of priorities, if you put God first, everything else falls into order. Everything else falls into order. And it's something quite amazing that when we put that relationship with God first, something happens that is maybe unexpected. Now we can love our parents or our children or no longer just with our own love. We can love them more because now that God is first, we can love each other with God's love, that it's his love that comes through us to help us to love in ways and in circumstances that we could never do on our own. This is good news. This is amazing. And this line where Jesus says, if you even give a cup of cold water, this is the minimalist. This is the least charitable thing you could do. Of all the good things we could do for each other, here's a cup of water. <laughs> this is like the easiest, the littlest, minimalist thing we could do. And Jesus is telling us something. It's a little bit shocking that even something so small, something so apparently insignificant in our eyes, here's a cup of water, you will receive a reward. What is he saying? What he's saying is, is that there is a deep connection between how we live our lives here and what we will experience there. There's a connection. This, it's amazing that even something as small as a cup of cold water in some way, in the language of Jesus, God will give us a reward. How amazing is that? This is just beautiful. It's an amazing thing. And so uh, to conclude, I want to tell you about two, two Teresas to kind of highlight what I think Jesus is saying here. The first Teresa is St. Teresa of Calcutta, Mother Teresa. You know, she was here at the shrine. She gave a talk right here. We have pictures. Little Mother Teresa, I worked with her. I got to meet her twice. And she is such a great modern example of a person who was so focused on God. She so clearly had put God first that she was so surrendered to God that she spent her life treating everyone as if they were Jesus. One of my favorite biographies of her says that when she closed her eyes in this life, and opened them in the next, there wasn't much of a difference because she had already treated each person as if they were Jesus himself. How beautiful is that? And uh, that reminds me of a second Teresa, one of my favorite saints, St. Therese the Little Flower. Got a beautiful shrine to her down the road here, St. Therese of Lisieux. And she was known for the spirituality of the little way. And what she would tell us in her autobiography is maybe God isn't asking us to do big, crazy things. She would say, I just, I can't. I'm too little. I can't do big, crazy things. But here's what she said. What God is asking of us is to do small things 
with great love. With great love. That's the point. This is what Jesus is getting at. It's the love that you put into what you are doing. That's what God is looking for. That's what God is going to reward. In some way, that is the reward. Um, if I was to summarize this, I would, I would call it to prepare by practicing. To prepare for that moment of death, which is what, what we're doing here. We're preparing for that moment, the moment when we will meet God, who we don't necessarily see now, but we prepare by practicing by practicing on each other. Each one of us, we are given to each other by God that we could practice charity on each other. And in this practicing of charity, something as simple as a cup of cold water and everything above that, including forgiveness, reconciliation, charitable works, the works of mercy, the spiritual works of mercy, we're practicing. We're practicing as we prepare. And so each one of us are a gift given to each other so that we could practice, so that what we do here, the choices that we make, the priorities that we hold in this life, in some way connect to what's waiting for us on the other side. How beautiful and how amazing this message is. And so in this sense, we hear again the words of Jesus. Put me first. Put God first. And all other things will fall into place we will love each other with the love of God himself. Amen. You've been listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars, The Renewal. Please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media, CFR underscore Franciscans.